0: Oh well, hey everybody, welcome to my house, I hope you've had a great week. And um, We're now four weeks into our Hear and Obey series and I think we're we're getting the hang of it, aren't we? This new way of studying the Bible together. Uh, and if you're joining us for the very first time, I um, hope uh, that you're willing to try a new way of uh, studying the Bible. It's called Discovery Bible Study, it's used by some of the most successful church planting movements around the world and we're using it uh, on Sundays to help teach you as it's an evangelistic tool that can be used um, with people who've got no prior Bible knowledge and uh, so that they can hear from God and obey, not just understand what they've read. So here's what we're going to do. We'll read the passage twice um, and then you'll read it um, either on your own, um, in a group that you're in or perhaps a Zoom call, that you join um, and I want you to retell it in your own words and if you are on your own you can join a Zoom call with Rich Bradley of Central, Central Gathering and you'll do it together and there'll be a link posted in the chat it, and over the last few weeks that we started this that Zoom call has been really positive the last seven week uh, last week there were seven people who joined in so once we've retold the, the, the Bible story we're going to answer four questions What does it tell us about God? What does it tell us about people? And after that, we'll ask, what are we gonna do as a result of hearing this story and who are we gonna tell this story to? So before I start, I just wanted to give you a chance to catch up on how you did last week, if you were able to join us. How did you get on with what you'd said you'd do? And we're gonna take two minutes now to do so. And if you're on your own, please join the Zoom call if you haven't already. Right, so did anyone else confess that they'd forgotten about what God had said last week? Or perhaps that you hadn't acted for another reason? Well, I found myself in exactly that situation last week when we reviewed it together as a group. And I gave myself, because of that, I gave myself a reminder each morning this week to do what I said I would do last Sunday, which was to pray for the poor and the least in our society. And I also set my watch for 2.10, um, not, but that's p.m., not a.m. Why? Because Paul in Galatians 2, verse 10, says to the church in Galatia, uh, out, uh, speaking about what Peter, James and John had commissioned him and Barnabas to do, going to the Gentiles, um, he'd said, they'd said to uh, that, that pair, Paul and Barnabas, to all they, all they asked was that we should continue to remember the poor. So I've had this moments this week to pray for the poor, and the least in our society. I've also had moments to pray with them and to share God's love and kindness to people on my street, people in my neighbourhood. And I'd encourage you um, to, to do the same, to be active and to have, a, have present reminders in your daily life of what God is saying to you today. So we're now going to have um, a time to read the passage. I'm going to read it and then Michelle from South Gathering is going to read it to us in a different version. And then we'll head back into our breakout rooms as you retell the story together. And if there are those with you, you can help one another if you get stuck. So here we go. This is Mark chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. Get your Bible out and also the verses will come up on screen as I read and then Michelle reads. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind them, they took him along, just as he was in the boat. There were other boats with him. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat, so it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, teacher, don't you care if we drown? who's going to read to us from a different version of Mark 4.
1: As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up, shouting, "'Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown?' And when Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, "'Silence, be still.' Suddenly, the wind stopped, and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, "'Why are you afraid?' Do you still have no faith? The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind and the waves obey him.
0: Okay, what we're going to do now, and we're going to give you three minutes to retell that story uh, amongst your group and um, to be able to do it in your own words. Okay well done with that retelling of the story. Now we're going to give you four minutes to ask these two questions. Number one what does this story tell us about God and number two what does this story tell us about people. Try stick to the passage as you do this and um, use the church at home chat function to share what you're learning. Okay, I hope that was encouraging. I hope you've drawn some um, interesting things out of that passage as we um, dial down a little bit into the story. Well, let let me share a few things that that I'd seen about firstly what it says about God. So I see in verse 36, Jesus drew a crowd. In verse 37, I see God allows the storm to come. He allows challenging circumstances to come to his disciples. Verse 38, I see, I see Jesus is being an incredibly peaceful person to be able to sleep in a storm. Verse 39, Jesus has authority over nature. Number uh, Verse 40, Jesus expects faith in him to quash our fear. Verse 41, we see Jesus's actions demand um, to answer who he is. What he does demands that answer to ask, who is Jesus? And verse 41, we see that God is sometimes scary or terrifying. And what did we learn about people? What does this passage tell us about people? Well, people get scared easily. And I also think people expect Jesus to do something about the fishermen's weather conditions. These, some of these disciples were fishermen and they expected Jesus to do something about their, their circumstances. Verse 38 also tells that people are often overwhelmed by what they see around them and that people turn to God in situations of fear and difficulty. Verse 40 helps us see that people don't always have faith, even if they've seen miracles. And verse 41, when God intervenes, people don't always know what to do. The disciples were scared, weren't they? So let me apply some of this to you right now. If you're currently recognising you're fearful, then be like the disciples. Come to God. But remember, Jesus isn't asleep right now. He's not on the boat right now. He has ascended to heaven and he's at the right hand of the throne of God. The Father God who neither slumbers nor sleeps. So if you're fearful... Come to God, who is powerful and he's kind, and receive his comfort and his power, just like these disciples in the boat did. If you're not yet a follower of Jesus, this story demands you answer who he is. So make up your own mind to this question that the disciples are asking of Jesus. And perhaps you're feeling overwhelmed by the storm that's in your life at the moment. But maybe God is speaking to you today that he is with you in the storm and he's allowed these circumstances around you and wants to grow faith in you. Well, we're now going to answer our last questions. What will you do as a result of reading this passage? And so I want you to take a moment to ask God, what do you want me to do with what I've read and what I've heard? What does obedience look like for me this coming week? Maybe it's about memorising some scripture about who God is. Maybe it's about reaching out in kindness to someone who is in a storm of life themselves. Or maybe it's about going in boldness to others to share this story. And fourthly, I want you to answer, um, who will you share this story with? Who comes to mind? Or perhaps, you know, in this moment, nobody comes to mind, but you'll need to ask God every day in a, to be ready, that God asked me, um, ask God, God, please help me be ready um, to have an opportunity to share this story with someone who comes across my path or those I go to, being ready and being alert to share it. It may be someone who's already a Christian. And it, that will be good practice in using this method in, with some, for someone who's not yet a Christian who you may tell at another moment this week. Okay, so you've got four minutes now to answer those two questions. Oh well thank you so much for joining with me in studying this passage and I'm going to pray for us now. I'm going to pray for us as we begin our time of worship together that God would use this story to transform us, to grow our faith and to transform the city around us. Oh Heavenly Father, thank you for this passage. Thank you that you reveal yourself to people. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your comforting presence. Thank you that despite the storms of life, Father, that you are a very present help in times of trouble. And Jesus, we look to you and we count on you. We count on your name, believing you are the way. And so as we worship, Father, please open our hearts up to worship. Help us join in. Um, with the worship of heaven. It's saying, holy you are God. And I pray, I pray for us. God, come and meet with us. In Jesus' name. Amen.